Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from, yeah, you know where, just the news. Thank you for joining me. Hey, if you haven't noticed, we're only about two to three days from Christmas, so you might need to get your shopping done. I got some done last night. You know what I did? I went on my good friends at Omaha Steaks. I went on Annie's Kit Club, and I bought some great gifts. I went to Alaska Wild, and I got some amazing foods. These are amazing people who do amazing things for us. And so let me just remind you, if you're in your last minute pinch and you're looking for some gifts, before we get started with a great show, we've got a great one today. We're going to have some big news today. Some of the ways that you can get last minute Christmas gifts and support Just the News because you're supporting our amazing sponsors and advertisers and partners. So one way is if you go to wildalaskancompany.com, wildalaskancompany.com slash just news, not just the news, just news. You've got an extraordinary $15 off your first box of fish. They have the best seafood. Monday night, my in-laws came in from Wisconsin and we fired up the grill and we had some salmon and we had some prawns and we had some other fish all laid out in the grill. Everybody ate until they couldn't lift their fork anymore. It was an amazing meal. You want to have that experience during Christmas or New Year's or early into the new year. So if you want to do that, go to wildalaskancompany.com slash just news. You got that great opportunity. Same thing. Want some sizzling steaks? I'm a guy that likes to grill, right? Omahasteaks.com. Go to search bar, put in just news, and you've got an incredible opportunity to go get up to 50% off, get eight free burgers. It's an incredible offer. Check that out. And then finally, Annie's Kit Clubs. They have so many great new products out there. I'm so excited. My wife and my niece loved crafting, so we're doing some craftings there. We love that. But, you know, there's also woodworking, there's crocheting, there's knitting, so many 
different extraordinary things and it's, it's really just a great opportunity they've got some brand new kits the genius box the genius box this is really cool your little scientist your child your grandchild you can give them an extraordinary subscription to this and get three hands-on activities every month that are related to stem you know science and math all the important things stem fields uh, geology to chemistry aerodynamics this is a great gift to give your grandchildren or your children the latest way that Annie's Kit Club is involved in creating great products for you and me. If you go there, it's just annieskitclub.com, annieskitclubs.com slash Just News. Three last-minute Christmas gifts from your buddies at Just the News. And what you're doing, you're getting great products, great services, and you're supporting Just the News. Just keep that in mind as you enter the last couple days of Christmas. All right, folks, busy, big show today. Joining us in just a few minutes is Cash Patel. You know Cash, he was the chief investigative counsel for Devin Nunes when Devin Nunes helped unravel the bogus Russia collusion narrative. He then went over to work for President Trump at the National Security Council, where he oversaw counterterrorism operations like the one that killed the heinous Iranian General Soleimani. And then he finished his time as the chief of staff and Donald Trump's Pentagon. Cash has a lot to talk about. He's been a witness in the January 6th commission. He's got some big news on that front. And we're going to talk about a story that we broke this morning. This is a big, big story with big, big implications. John Durham's latest court filing, something that most of the media haven't seen because it was a rudimentary filing, blows up some big news. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you, and then Cash is going to explain its significance in a few minutes. When Igor Danchenko was indicted, that's the man who was Christopher Steele's primary subsource. He was a guy that was working with a Hillary Clinton PR executive. He provides a lot of the information in the Steele dossier that turns out to be bogus. And he's accused of lying to the FBI five times, five different counts. He now has a lawyer. His lawyer is the same law firm representing many of the witnesses for the Clinton campaign, including the Clinton campaign itself. Same law firm. So John Durham goes in and says, wait a second. This looks like a conflict of interest. You, the court, you, the trial judge, weigh in. This is not our call. But judge, you should know what it is that this law firm's involved in and know what we're looking at because there might be a conflict of interest. Well, how can that be? If Danchenko's accused of lying, well then, what's the conflict of interest? Well, John Durham and his prosecutorial team lay it out. He basically says, hey, we're trying to determine if the Clinton campaign knew that the information it was paying for in the Steele dossier was illegal and was being improperly shared with the FBI to mislead the FBI. We want to know whether the Clinton campaign was in some way managing or working with Danchenko to assist his collection of what turned out to be bogus information. We want to know if the Clinton campaign might have an incentive to blame Danchenko for its bad product because we're looking at them for culpability. And he says, some of these Clinton campaign people, they might end up as witnesses in trial, pre-trial, or grand jury proceedings. Listen to this. In the event that one or more former representatives of the Clinton campaign, who are represented by the same defense counsel, are called to testify at any trial or other court proceeding, the defendant and any such witness would be represented by the same law firm, resulting in a potential conflict. That's what John Durham said. All right. So think this through. For the first time in public, in court, John Durham has said and confirmed what we've all suspected. 
that one of the targets, one of the focuses, focal points of his investigation is determining the Clinton campaign's culpability in the Steele dossier, in the bogus information, the Alpha Bank bogus story. Big, big thing. They've already indicted one of the Clinton campaign lawyers, right? Michael Sussman. They've indicted the primary source for their product, the Steele dossier, Igor Danchenko. Now we hear that there are other people that are have matters before the special counsel that are in the Clinton campaign, and they just happen to have the same law firm. I don't believe in coincidences, right? Same law firm as the one now representing Igor Danchenko. Hmm. I see why he sees the conflict of interest. But more importantly, you can see for the first time, there is a confirmation that the Clinton campaign is being questioned, being focused on. There are questions about the Clinton campaign's knowledge. And I'm just going to read one more line here because I think it's one of these very, very important revelations in this court document. You get the sense for the first time that they had a motive. In this statement, John Durham actually ascribes a motive to why the Clinton campaign produced the dossier. Listen to this from the court filing. The Clinton campaign financed the opposition research reports, colloquially known as the dossier, that are central to the indictment against Igor Danchenko. Accordingly, for the reasons set forth below, the government respectfully requests that the court inquire into the potential conflict issues set forth in the King. And then they go on to say, the Clinton campaign, through its law firm, Perkins Coie, and the U.S. investigative firm, that's Fusion GPS, commissioned and financed the company reports, that is the Steele dossier, in an attempt, here's where he ascribes motive, in an attempt to gather and disseminate derogatory information about Donald Trump. They were trying to smear Donald Trump. This was a political dirty trick, except one problem. They took it to the FBI. And as the report notes, as his memo, this new court filing says, one of the things Durham wants to know is, did the Clinton campaign have any knowledge or lack of knowledge concerning the veracity of information that was in the Steele dossier and given to the FBI? Did the Clinton campaign have any, quote, awareness or lack of awareness of the defendant's collection mechanisms, meaning how Igor Danchenko was getting the information he gave Steele? Were there any, quote, meetings and communications between the Clinton campaign fusion and Steele regarding Danchenko? What did Danchenko know or not know about the Clinton campaign's role in the Steele dossier? And here's the big one. The prosecutor said they need to determine the extent they're not saying it didn't happen. They're saying it did happen. We just want to know how much of it happened. The extent to which the Clinton campaign or its representatives directed, solicited, or controlled Igor Danchenko's activities. Remember when the Clinton campaign at the beginning tried to pretend it had nothing to do with the Steele dossier? They used the cutout of the law firm. Now what we're hearing for the first time is the Clinton campaign may have had control over the primary subsource. Did this project to dirty up Donald Trump? may have had meetings and communications with the key players creating the bogus information and prosecutors want to know did the clinton campaign know that some of the information in there was flat out bogus crap that's a big development and we're going to ask cash patel about it right after this commercial break let's go listen to our great sponsors and advertisers keep them in mind as you make your last minute christmas gifting decisions and then we'll come right back with cash patel Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. 
But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, a very good friend of this show. Joining us right now, former advisor to President Trump, former chief investigator to the House Intelligence Committee, one of the men who unraveled the Russia scandal. Joining me right now, Cash Patel. Cash, welcome back to the show. John, it's so good to be back on the show. I love coming on your programming. It's one of the few places that actually still reports on facts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's nice. It's, it seems to be a rarity these days, huh? but uh, it sure is fun because <laughs> it leaves a lot of wide open space. I'll tell you that. So, well, you're you're one of the great fact gatherers. In a couple seconds, I want to turn to Russia. But, but before we do, we always talk about elections have consequences. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, one of the consequences is that Joe Biden substantially changed our border security posture from the way you and the president and others left it on January 20th. There was a report last night from the Border Patrol that a suspected terrorist from Saudi Arabia, somebody that had multiple contacts with known terrorists, got into the country, was apprehended, fortunately, by Border Patrol. Your reaction, you've been warning about this, your reaction to that development and what it may mean. Well, I'm not excited that I was right because it, it, it just means that American national security interests are further further deteriorating by the politicization of the national security apparatus. Look, 2 million illegal immigrants, I think, crossed the border in 2021. That's a skyrocketing increase from where we used to be. And this wasn't the first known suspected terrorist to cross over from the southern border. It happened earlier this year that we know about at least on two other occasions. So, and I hate to say it, but as good as a job as our border patrol does, they're only able to do the job that they're equipped to do and allowed to do from the Department of Homeland Security and the White House. And a lot of it has been curtailed. Their efforts, their authorities have been curtailed. So thank God they got this guy. But John, how many people have they missed because of the uh, limited powers they now have because the Border Patrol 
authorities have been diminished. And, you know, Vice President Harris, who's been charged with supposedly protecting the border, has been absent for, well, the entire tenure of her vice presidency. Yeah, she's even starting to get some criticisms from Democratic lawmakers saying, for God's sakes, do your job or give it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's amazing when you start to hear Democrats uh, start to uh, wail on their own vice president. You recently been cooperating with the January 6th Commission. I don't know what you can talk about, not talk about, but I want to ask you, we've had you on the show before, we walked through very important timelines that the mainstream media have often ignored. What's the most important piece of information or pieces of information that you transmitted to the committee that you can talk about? Yeah, what I can talk about is, is one, I've always said, I've got nothing to hide, always want to tell the truth. I think it's your civil duty when you are uh, in, in senior government to provide Congress with valuable congressional oversight. And the biggest thing, John, is that it's out there publicly, is the DOD timeline. That was signed, it's a nine-page document, it's unclassified, that was signed off by the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman, the Secretary of the Army, the Deputy Secretary of Defense, the Office of the Secretary of Defense, and a dozen other agencies within the Department of Defense. And what does it show? It shows our actions, DOD, from end of December through January 7th, approximately. And that's the key document. And I highlight that document because it is the definitive document of DOD's involvement. Now, if you think our timeline is biased, I'd ask you to flip to the DOD Inspector General's report released less than two months ago by the Biden Inspector General, which said in some, the Department of Defense did not delay in their response on January 6th, acted appropriately and without politics. And that's what our DOD mission is. That's the Biden. And that's what your timeline showed. Yeah. And, you know, look, we've asked the committee to release the transcript because we want the American public, that's what constitutional oversight of Congress is all about, like we did in Russiagate, to read it for themselves. So hopefully they'll do that soon. You know, they refused to wait to lift the subpoena, even though I was in there for five hours, answered every question they asked, because I have nothing to hide and I want the truth to come out. And let me just say this, they didn't even bring up, I don't recall, the timeline. I had to submit it to them. And the Inspector General, I had to submit to them. And I was prepared to go in depth into those two documents and We spent a minute or two on them in those five hours. It is a remarkable thing to think. Remember, one of their first hearings, one of the first things that Democrats did, they put some of these D.C. National Guard folks on, Mm -hmm. witnesses on there, and the story was, while there were these big delays, the IG directly calls out the head of the D.C. National Guard saying he misled the Congress, misled the American people. A lot of questions about his veracity and the maybe that politics affected his testimony. In your mind... John, yep. sorry, sorry, I don't I just want to jump in real quick because I don't think anyone's talking about this point that you just raised. Major General Walker, who's head of the D.C. National Guard on January 6th, do you know what he's doing now? No. He's the chief of the Capitol Police. Oh, that's right. Yes. This man found to have misled the Department of Defense Inspector General. They said that, not us. Right. And our timeline definitively shows we did not delay, and as does the DOD Inspector General's report. Furthermore, the timeline, not going into my testimony, but just what's on the timeline, shows we went to the Capitol Police and the Secret Service and law enforcement agencies and Mayor Bowser days before January 6th and asked them, do you want thousands of National Guardsmen and women for January 6th? They all said no. Why did we do that? The law requires them to request it before we can deploy them. And the DODIG found we did not delay. We actually prepared a preemptive fashion, which is what we do at DOD. Yeah. Yep, the storyline that we've been given time and again by the media, by the Democrats at Congress, even by some Republicans, has been wrong. And your timeline has always, I mean, we went through it a couple times on this show. Your timeline yeah. has fact by fact been, been validated. Yeah, and I just wish people would post it and the news would cover it. And thank God you are. 
but I haven't even seen it held up on a single media news network on, t- on TV. Yeah, what we'll do is as part of this interview, we're going to post that document. Let's put it up there. Let everybody read it and compare it and compare it to the testimony of the man that was in charge of the National Guard that day because he has not given the American public an honest answer, according to the IG. Yep. And, and they should be able to see that for themselves and ask, why is that? And now the head of the Capitol Police. Yeah, you have my commitment and uh, that we will do that. We'll get that up as part of this podcast. Let me ask you, how were you treated during your interview? I mean, were they interested in facts? Were they, well, what was it like to be under the shining light for five hours and being, and being questioned? Look, John, having conducted 60 plus interrogations myself during right? Russiagate that I, land, that I ran for um, House Intel, you know, I was somewhat familiar with the setup. They had staffers lead the interviews. Members briefly popped in and out by right. Zoom. And uh, I wasn't asked a single question by a single member of Congress, not one. Amazing. Was Lynn Cheney or uh, Adam Kinzinger there? They all appear via Zoom. Right. And they were on for a brief period of time. I don't recall exactly how long. The staffers in the room saw the questions. And, you know, again, I'll call for the testimony of the transcript to be released. But I can say this. We spent less time talking about Jan 6 and more time talking about Afghanistan, Somalia, and other matters. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, you'd have to ask them. You know, there's a select committee on January 6th, and I was prepared and had prepared extensively at a great personal cost to me and my legal team. Right. Talk about everything January 6th. And, um, you know, you'd have to go back and ask the committee. If they they say they're asked for the truth of what happened about the events surrounding January 6th, I'm not sure what the withdrawal in Afghanistan and true posture in Somalia have to do with any of that. Wow. That's That's a big moment. I don't think people have heard that. That's a very important development. It may suggest that some of these members have doubts about their own president's, the Democrat members have doubts about their own president's posture in those two positions, right? Yeah, I'll I'll leave it for everybody else to to figure out, but I hope that some truthful reporting comes out of this. Yeah. Too much confidence. Well, we're gonna we're gonna work hard at it. We owe the American people. This is an important issue. You know, there are some conservatives who go out there and say, "Ah, oh, well, listen, we shouldn't look at what happened January 6th. We should. We should learn from it. The best thing this country can do is learn from it and get all the myths dismissed and find out what really happened. And uh, I hope that's the, the final outcome. Though the early uh, record of this commission, first in getting the wrong testimony or inaccurate testimony from the. National Guard then uh, accusing Bernard Carrick of of being at a meeting he could not possibly have attended because he was in New York. And then, of course, even more recently to that, more factual and errors that they had to apologize for doctoring text message between Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows. Not a very good early track record. You did this work for a long time with distinction. History has shown the work you did on the Russia collusion House Intelligence Committee investigation was factually accurate. The guy that was against you that put out a lot of reports have now been debunked. Adam Schiff, he's involved in this. How do you rate the accuracy or the early record of this committee, given the, the stub toes that they've had? I mean, your outline profoundly speaks for itself. Look, we, Devin and I lived by one rule when we were running the Russiagate investigation. Put out the truth and don't put out your own words. Put out the FBI's own documents. Put out the DOJ's own documents. Put out the Pfizer reports. Put out the credibility reports. Put out the bank statements and the money transactions and the wires. Because America can read that. The world can read that without us getting in the middle and screwing it up. And that's the difference. I don't know what this committee is putting out in terms of actual evidence besides Adam Schiff doctoring information that they have collected through their extensive reach of subpoena power yeah. in this, collecting personal identifiable information right. and whatnot. And all to go up on the national stage again. This is the same guy that read the Steele dossier into the congressional record in front of the world, saying it was the greatest document um, ever produced. This same guy now goes and gets a member of Congress's email or text 
and changes the verbiage, the punctuation, the grammar, and the length, and puts it up for the world to see. Mm. Adam credibility doesn't even exist in this anywhere in this universe. And the fact that he and Adam Swalwell and company were allowed to sit on this commission shows the seriousness in which the leadership in Congress is taking this quote unquote select committee's investigation. Yeah. These are people one the misjudgment of hanging out with a Chinese spy, that's Eric Swalwell, and then the other whose entire storyline, not not just parts of it, but his entire storyline on Russia has been disproven. Yeah. And yet the media still treats him as though he's credible. Any other politician in American history, going back to Joe McCarthy, had been and has been chagrined in a way that Adam Schiff gets away with not being chagrined. It's really remarkable. All right, we're going to take a quick break here with Cash. We're going to come right back, but let's hear from our great sponsors and advertisers one time. We'll be right back with our exclusive interview here with Cash Patel. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, welcome back from the break. More now with Cash Patel. I want to pivot to Russia because there is yeah. a big development we're working on here at Just the News, and you will appreciate this because you understand the complexity of this case and the complexity of the operation that was the dirty trick, trying to get the FBI to investigate 
bogus allegations of Russia collusion. Special Prosecutor Durham put a filing into the court late Friday night, hasn't got a lot of attention, where he says, hey, there's a new lawyer, set of lawyers representing Igor Danchenko. That's the Russian man who was assisting Christopher Steele. He's accused of lying to the FBI about what he said and didn't say and did give and didn't give to Christopher Steele and the Steele dossier. And he said, we think there's a conflict of interest because this law firm directly represents many of the people in the Hillary Clinton campaign that are also being interviewed in this investigation. And it raises some really serious conflict of interest questions. I just want to read you. Mm-hmm. The indictment alleges that certain statements that the defendant made to the FBI, that's Danchenko, about information contained in the company reports, that's the Steele dossier, were knowingly intentionally false. Okay, so we understand that. The investigation is looking at these sort of questions. The Clinton campaign's knowledge or lack of knowledge concerning the veracity of information in the Steele dossier. The Clinton campaign's awareness or lack of awareness of the defendant's collection methods, meaning Danchenko. It looks like large parts of the Clinton campaign are being investigated. In fact, the word Clinton campaign comes up like about three dozen times in a six-page document. Your reaction that Durham would go to this length to raise the conflict of interest issues with the court? Well, I think it it buttresses, John, what you and I have been saying and very few others have been saying during John Durham's tenure. He is moving forward methodically against the largest organized criminal enterprise to ever take down a presidential election. And to do so takes time. And look, as a former federal prosecutor, national security prosecutor and public defender, issuing a call or a request for a judge, and he did this smartly, he didn't demand it. He asked the judge to look into it, which is what should happen if you are a neutral and prosecutor, which is what John Durham is. And he asked them to look at the conflicts of interest, the potential conflicts of interest. It's shocking to me, though I guess it shouldn't be anymore, that the Clinton campaign's reach continues into the John Durham investigation. Well, you have to ask why? Why would the Clinton campaign lawyers go and represent the Steele dossier's number one source who's been charged federally with five counts of lying to the FBI in a 50-page indictment that cites Clinton campaign former staffers such as Jake Sullivan, the former national security advisor, who I interrogated during the Russiagate hoax, and I firmly believe lied to Congress. Why is John Durham doing that? Because he is filing this motion because I feel he is looking at the Clinton campaign. And you have to also see, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence in these types of investigations, John. There aren't. That's a good point. Why is Hillary Clinton all of a sudden on TV talking about, again, Donald Trump and Russiagate when she is the perpetrator of Russiagate? Because she has her lawyers nested inside the John Durham investigation by a representation of Igor Danchenko. And that should just not stand. And if I think if this judge looks at it, they'll find a good possibility of a conflict of interest. If I can just read you the most shocking sentence from this entire campaign, the Clinton campaign, quote, the defendant each might have an incentive to shift blame and responsibility to the other party for any alleged false information that was contained within the company reports, which are the steel reports. That's telling me that John Durham believes there's false information in the Steele dossier, which we all know. But now he said it in a federal document. And of course, the number one source for the Steele dossier, Igor Danchenkov, is going to blame anyone other than himself for putting forth false information. And these lawyers can relay that information back to the Clinton campaign, who their law firm also represents. It would not stand in any other universe. And I'm glad John Durham is raising this point. And thank God you're covering it because this is an unbelievable twist in the John Durham probe. It is. It really caught my attention. The more I've read it, the more I've done some reporting in the last 24 hours. It is clear, at the very least, the special prosecutor expects some Clinton officials to be potential witnesses because he says so in here. Mm -hmm. But 
He also said that, that that there may be conflicting stories that Danchenko might want to say the Clinton campaign is responsible for the bad information. Clinton campaign may say he's bad for information. The Clinton campaign is now front and center in this investigation. And remember where they started. They claimed they had nothing to do with it originally. It's just amazing how far the stories evolved. And I should have led with this, John. So in terms of how conflicts of interest go for your audience, it's not whether or not there is an actual conflict of interest that is the legal standard. It's whether or not there is a potentiality for a conflict of interest sufficient under the law to demand a recusal. So John Durham doesn't have to posit that there is an actual one, which I believe there is an actual one. He just has to show, as you alluded to smartly, that what if some of the witnesses in the Clinton campaign have to be called to testify in the Igor Danchenko prosecution investigation? How does that work when the law firm represents the both of them? That is a potential conflict of interest under the law, which I believe warrants immediate recusal of counsel from the case. Yeah. And if not, at least a waiver, right? At the very least, Danchenko and the Clinton campaign say, we have to, we know we have a conflict and we're going to waive it. I suppose that's another remedy, but really remarkable and perhaps the most deeply expressed sentiment thus far that the Clinton campaign is at the center of the investigation right now. Really, really a remarkable moment in these documents. It's shocking. And I'm glad, I'm, look, we were, we were talking briefly earlier, and I, you know, I didn't even see this. That's how stealthily it was done. Yeah. And, and kudos to John Durham for not thumping his chest in the media, because this could have taken every headline for the, for the majority of a week had he done it in the bright of day. Right. But he just chose to do his work methodically like he's always done, which we've always said is the way these investigations need to be worked, and filed it and didn't even issue a press statement. And that's what's supposed to happen. That's how these things are supposed to go. That's how the Department of Justice is supposed to behave. It's how we behave when I was prosecuting some of the highest profile cases for DOJ. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, and he's creating a model. I mean, there's a lot of concern about the Justice Department politicalization. John Durham thus far seems to be the example of an apolitical prosecutor, just getting the job done, not seeking the spotlight, not having James Comey press conferences, or just getting getting the facts and letting people decide for themselves and the jury of peers decide for those who are indicted. Really remarkable. I want to step back for a second. You have seen the first year of the Biden administration. Obviously, you come from a different political perspective and serve Donald Trump. What are, as someone who has spent most of their life in the national security realm, where is America's security state right now when you look at what's going on with vladimir putin saying you know if you move any more stuff into ukraine i might have to attack the chinese intimidating taiwan border where we luckily caught a terrorist crossing but maybe we have others who did we didn't catch should people lay awake wondering whether we have a good security posture right now you know i hate to say this and you know in the past that's not a question that you would take you would even have posited to you because right. the national security apparatus has been so apolitical. Look, I served President Obama in his national security apparatus. That's right. At both the Department of Justice and his Department of Defense. The mission mattered more, and we didn't politicize it. We didn't have these rogue guys like Milley and company in Austin running around politicizing the uh, Defense Department or national security mission. So the scorecard, tragically, John, does keep me up at night after the first year. I mean, if you want, just look at the Afghan disaster which yeah. left 13 American soldiers dead, which still leaves today, to this day, over 1,000 American citizens stranded in Afghanistan. That's just one failure. Let's go to China. China is sitting there taking target practice against American dummy ships in the South China Sea. On what planet is that acceptable? And Xi Jinping is going around saying anyone that opposes Chinese domination of Taiwan will, quote, unquote, have their bones ground to a dust. 
how, how is that acceptable to American national security interests? And we, oh, by the way, we even haven't gotten to Russia, who for the first time in modern history is dictating to the United States commander in chief the security posture of the world. And those are just three examples. And you highlighted the border as a fourth one. And we haven't even gotten the Chinese fentanyl killing tens of thousands of our, of our young children. Yeah, right across that border. I wish the scorecard was better, John, and I wish they wouldn't politicize it because national security really doesn't have a political head, but they've put the biggest political tail on it that I can recall. And we lose, America loses in the world. And, and I don't know what's going to happen in 2022, but you know, if the Defense Department is still chasing white rage and Casper the Ghost and the weather and domestic terrorists that don't exist instead of chasing around China, Russia, and terrorists, it's going to be a really long year. Yeah. A lot of people that I'm talking to in the intel world say the most nervous they've been since the summer before 9-11 when there was all that concern mm-hmm. that something was going on and we didn't quite have our finger on the pulse. We obviously dropped the ball. But just a lot of different concerns, whether it's the vetting of the Afghans coming in, the open border, a lot of blind spots that intelligence community seems to have right now or is fear is fearful that they have and i haven't heard this sort of talk in a long time cash it's always amazing to have you on because you bring facts you bring perspective and you have real life experience inside the security apparatus and we're just so grateful for for the time and all the insights you shared today and can't wait to get you back on in the new year thanks john i appreciate it if i could just give a quick shout out to my legal offense trust fight with cash.com it's fight with cash.com with a k I encourage your audience to take a look and help us out where you can. We are raising money for people who have been defamed into platform by big tech and the media. And we're going to pay for your lawsuits in court. We're going to review your cases for free and cut the checks to your lawyers. We're doing great work. We've got some good cases in the pipeline. We encourage your audience to check out the website. Send us your cases if you think you have one, and we'll review it at no cost. And uh, we're taking Fight With Cash on the road to live events throughout the country next year. And John, I'd love for you to come and join us. Uh, We should. Listen, this is such an important issue. We talk about accountability for Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff Mm. couldn't get away with what he got away with if the media had really done its job back in 17, 18, and 19. Media accountability in 2022 could be the single most important issue for American democracy. And you're right at the forefront of that. So fight for cash, folks. Go check that out. An important website. And of course, a very important man behind it in Cash Patel. Cash, great great to have you on the show today. Thanks so much, John. And Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and your family. You as well. Merry Christmas and have a good, good restful break. You deserve it. Thank you, my friend. All right, folks. We'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the break. It's time to wrap it up. What a great interview with Cash Patel. Learned a lot about January 6th. Think about that. He says they were more interested in the Afghan failed withdrawal than they were about January 6th when he went in for his interview. That's big news. And think about what he said about the Clinton campaign, the Danchenko court filing, the idea that the Clinton campaign is now in the crosshairs in a much bigger way with John Durham. Very important development today and one that we're following and we'll continue to follow. All right, folks, it's time to wrap it up. Enjoy the Wednesday before Christmas. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Check us out at Just the News. We got you covered with breaking news day and night. Tomorrow, we're going to have a great conversation about what may have happened in a Michigan school district. You can't wait to hear that one. Big story. I'll be breaking on this site tonight. All right, until then, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country that is the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.